I want to, I want you to agree with me. And this is like something I judge people about. I'm on the East Coast. You're on the East yes. Coast. But can we both agree that Tupac is a better rapper than Biggie? Yeah. <laughs> this is we're gonna have a good episode. Whoa, 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 welcome to May the Zoo be with you, America's most correct TCG podcast. <laughs> I am, of course, joined by the man who stayed 10 minutes away from my house but didn't think to tell me, Louis de George. Hey everyone. Super stoked. Welcome back to Kitchen Table TCG. This episode, if you guys did not know this, is sponsored by TCG Player. We have a TCG Player affiliate link in the description of the video. We're going to talk about Channel Fireball. Channel TCG Player bought a flaming pile of poop. Let me be very clear here. TCG is not the sponsor. Continue. Yes, it is. They don't sponsor the they podcast. They sponsor they, your... They you have, have an affiliate link. Yeah, it's an affiliate link. That makes them a sponsor. Is that like, can we not officially I'll, I'll, I'll handle the legal analysis of the case. Don't worry, boys. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. I got Fine. your back. Fine. TCG player is not officially I also, sponsoring. shout out to Midmax. <laughs> TCG, TCG. <laughs> the sponsor of your channel. Uh, TCG player is not officially sponsoring, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but no, we do have an affiliate link for TCG player. Uh, this is going to be a wild episode. We're going to talk about Ch uh, TCG player and channel Fireball. Which, we got uh, scoopies on scoopies on scoopies. You know what? The like Channel Fireball doesn't exist anymore. It's over. It's over, baby. It's Am over. I the last standing bald man in the TCG space? I think so. Uh, I I'm amazed that somebody actually bought it after nobody could buy it like two months ago when everybody was trying to buy it. We'll we're gonna talk, talk about, about that. I got a, right, I got I got so many scoops. <laughs> I have the inside scoop on basically the story from formation to amazing fiery Andy. My if, email blew up last night. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, this is the time to do so. It's gonna get hot and heated over the next couple episodes as we dive into this. I think this is gonna be a, a common thing. When we when Channel Fireball blew up the world, um, the fab world, we said that Channel Fireball is gonna be a, a, a popular subject. I think it's going to get more popular as we figure out more and more about this deal. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, Fab shredding $1 million to fund their Worlds Tour. Um, <laughs> just a funny way to say it. Uh, double Masters, <laughs> Double Tendies. Uh, we're going to talk about Cryptic Wave 2. Spoiler. It's going to be sweet. No, wait. Is there a different card in Wave 2 and Wave 1? Yeah, we're going to talk about. And then uh, we're going to talk about the MetaZoo WME Victory Lap that they're on right now with their uh, their IP branding. So, yeah, we're going to talk about banning Purple Elf and how oh, that works. Don't ruin it now. Like, oh, just... okay. We don't know yet. You don't know what we're going to talk about. It could be anything. Could be anything. You don't know. You don't know. Oh, man. All right. I'm ready. I haven't made content in like five days. I've been on I vacation. was wondering why my feed was so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. All right. TCG player buying Channel Fireball. Do you want to give them the, uh, the, the rundown of the deal or do you want me to? Why don't you give them a rundown of the deal and I'll tell the rundown of the story of like how this happened and what happened. Okay. Well, I want to prelude this with, I just put a video out probably the day before this, but I, I love TCG player. I want to start with this. I have done in the last three oh, months. God, here we go. In the last three months, I looked this up. Uh, I screenshot it so it was easier to find. In the last three months, I have sold two thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight items on TCG Play. <laughs> so I love TCG sold so many more items on TCG Player than I have. Yes, like yeah, like. I don't think I have a tenth of that. Yeah, I run between 50 and 100 orders on TCG Player a day. God, my employees need to get to work. 
so I love TCG. TCG Player is a pinnacle part of my business. Um, it is. Um, Gross. I don't love Channel Fireball. <laughs> like, I just want to just separate those two things out. And I do not understand why TCG Player bought okay. Channel Fireball. And we'll I lied. I'm going to go through the story first. <laughs> okay. this is, you're you're going to ask a bunch of wild questions that won't make any sense without the context I'm going to provide. Sure. All right. So we're going to go through a long rundown of what we know. And I will tell you guys when this is a fat man's guess, when this is public, and when this is a Scoopy. Scoopy. Scoopy of Scoopies. All right. Should we name this podcast the Scoopy of Scoopies? May the Zoopy with you the Scoopiest podcast? Yeah. Uh, we can have Snoopy as a sponsor. Oh, no, we should have Snoopy on. Him, Logan Paul. If I was in a room with him, Logan Paul, and right. doing a podcast, it'd be great. So in 2021, Channel Fireball bought a company called Binder POS. Yeah. Peace Bind- uh, first of all, shout out to Joe G for reminding me about this because I'd actually forgotten this. And he sent me out a great article about this. And this is when I would argue to you, Dr. Louie, things started to change for Channel Fireball. Before that, they were buying and selling magic and dumping fab. But I don't think they were fab was even a thing back then. Q221? Are you feeling okay? That's when they bought them? It was that? Under POS. It's only a year ago? <laughs> no, maybe it's not. I lied. Doesn't matter. This was... I, I don't know. Right. You might be right. You might be right. I might be right. It doesn't matter. I just they bought it's Binder POS. And it didn't work out. <laughs> and Binder POS had uh, so for those of you who don't know who aren't in LGS, Binder POS is a simple is a simple ish way to uh, disclaim disclosure. I'm a customer because I forgot to cancel my subscription for a year now. <laughs> um, that's actually true. Um, they have a way to input singles on directly onto your website so you can sell singles on your website so you can avoid TCG player fees, ironically. Um, they take but they a, cost a hundred dollars a month. It, I don't know if I'll say that. And it's also two percent. I guess now we, or you can do binder POS. Why are we not allowed to say that? It's probably like public on their turf on their uh, fine, I don't care. fine. Let go. you can send the okay. send my notice have, of suing to Louie as well. I don't have a binder POS account, so I can say whatever oh, I want. Okay. There's also a two percent fee off everything you sell on the website, which I think is more important to be honest. Okay. This is their way to keep their filthy grubby paws into the LGS and, profit centers. And what you post your singles on your website. Yeah. Okay. That's like not better than TCG player. TCG player pro. I have a TCG player pro website at cavdamesmarket.com. Oh my God. Go ahead. That, no, they, they, their Plug fees it. are like 3%. It's like the credit card fee and they don't have another fee because it's not selling on the marketplace. So my invent, this is why I never understood binder POS. My I think it's for the website help. Yeah, but I have all that with TCG player. I don't have any of this. I don't know. I never used it. Okay. It doesn't. This, we're, oh, great. Congratulations. I'm. I'm very I'm proud of your. Maybe this. I'm is very proud of your TCG Player Pro. I don't. Know I just. Tell you. I, uh, my I, my point is, I don't understand what what TCG Player is really getting out of this. That's what we're. Well, talking we're going to get into that in a minute. Okay. Boo-boo. Continue telling the story for those of people who don't know. So a couple of interesting things happened when they bought Binder POS. First, Sasso allegedly became more of a chairman of the board versus a CEO. Yeah. And where does LSV stand in this? Who the hell is LSV? 
oh my gosh you are so disconnected from the tcg world it's unbelievable that you are on this podcast the, hell's the, the, the main magic the gathering content creator i'm pretty sure he was a part owner in channel fireball i could not literally care less about magic the gathering content creators unless you are rudy okay. or the magic historian well you need to you need to care in this case because really one of the bigger things that channel fireball I, does is create magic content that's not true. That's not true at all. We now know that's true. not true. We now know that's objectively true. false. Like we now know that okay. was continue a and then service. I'll tell continue and then I'll tell people what actually happened. Continue. Yeah. So far, part. all I've said is they bought Binder P West and been interrupted a hundred times about some weird acronyms that you don't even know what they stand for. Um, Lewis Scott Vargas. Boom. Roasted. Did you just Google it? No, I didn't. I, I did just true? figure it out in my head. Okay, good. Yeah. So this, so the guy who ran Binder POS allegedly became like the de facto head, the de facto CEO. Okay. And they, when he was asked about how Channel Fireball was going to buy Binder POS, how this was all going to how how you get in your tendies, son, he said we're going to do a Series A. For those of you who don't know, a Series A is your kind of very first fundraising round. You didn't go to business school. I know this. Um, shout out to my people. And um, they, and a Series A is where you're going to start to raise not real money, but like real money. Like, you know, you're going to yeah. raise 20 million at a 50 million valuation. I it, think it, they did not do that. So they importantly did not get to that. Okay. And I have theories as to why, which I will go over in a minute. Can't wait. Nobody can. So this, this goes along. Invigorating content. If you, you know, if they don't, there's a bunch of other bozos you, who will give you the 15 minute rant at the video. It's called every you, other one of your videos. You go, if they want, tell, if they want you, real knowledge, they've come to the right place. Can you come tell the story to my three-year-old? So she'll fall asleep. Finally, if they want, Oh my God, you guys, this is the biggest news ever. They can go watch any of your other 80 videos okay, on my great. channel. We show the viewer respect and explain the deals. Okay. Continue. So that doesn't happen. And then we start to get whispers that there's some there's there's trouble brewing at Channel Fireball, right? We talked about that publicly on this podcast. They announced this Channel Fireball marketplace, which kind of fails if we're being honest with each other here. It doesn't work very well. Is that they don't have the critical mass of users? Important part where you're forgetting in between these things. Okay, and maybe before these things. Okay, Channel Fireball bought the rights to do the Magic the Gathering tournaments, and in an article. LSV, who you don't know who is, uh, came out and said basically that it it won't be profitable for three years. Right. Okay. We're gonna get into that in a minute because that goes into why I think they were bought and why I think this fell apart. So, but this was before the binder POS thing, according By to far. Your, so absolutely. What happens before the binder POS sale is the pandemic, which cuts down all the Magic the Gathering tournaments during year two so now they're not profitable year one they're not profitable year two and year three is the pandemic or like right you know post or during pan end of the pandemic when no events were running and so now they have no way to become profitable off of their events and importantly when you expand out what happens right so let's say the pandemic happens year three you're not profitable year four because you still have the labor now to make up for year three and year four yeah now you may not be profitable to year five or six. Yeah. Very standard stuff. Yep. So we start to hear word that there's trouble brewing in Channel Fireball Land. And we covered this on this podcast. 
And this is when we start to he- this is when a couple things start to happen. They start to do this magic fest online thing because to Louis's point, they're trying to figure out how do I make what I have work? They, they have a bunch still have the promos. Yeah, of course. I remember buying the Magic Fest online before I ever got involved in FAM, and now they're still giving away those promos yeah. with uh of course. with yeah. Remember my joke of how I can make a little video a little card game called Ollie and Me as long as I gave them 10,000 promos and carry my game. That looks yeah. about accurate from their books at this point. <laughs> that looks that looks pretty good. That looks yeah, pretty good. Like, that was, that was like a pretty good take. God, it's almost like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, um, you should have actually done that to make some money rather than just this podcast. <laughs> Which nets you nothing, literally nothing. I'd say net negative if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so the this is when they start to pump out Magic Fest again, and they start to dump um, Flesh and Blood. This okay. is also when they take me- they take Metazoo, and they also start to take um, D Spirits. Yeah. So now they are. And then they also have their marketplace. Inside of this, they also launch Card Shop Live, which is very important because in the sale, they do not mention Card Shop Live. No, I think that's an oversight. I'm not going there. I, I'm, not into this, I'm, not, I'm not going into this conspiracy theory. It says all assets. This is a conspiracy theory. Right, I, but they made a big point that that wasn't – that it was a shell company. Somebody has so. to show me where it's excluded. I yeah. believe it's a subsidiary. I believe it's at least a, I cannot imagine TCG player not owning Card Shop Live. And so, like, what did they buy? Exactly. That's if they point. didn't buy Card Shop Live. What did they get? Right. That's gonna be my. That's my question. Okay. It's weird. It's weird that they want to announce that. That seems like a pretty big piece. I of agree, pie. but like this clearly, like, we're, I think this was an absolute fire sale. Uh, I disagree. I think this was a desperate fire sale. I disagree. We're gonna go over in a minute then. Yeah. So, and I disagree is, based on Ru- like basically Rudy saying that he there was competition to buy it. Oh my God! If you would let me get there, that's where we're going okay, right now. Okay. Okay. So okay. Then I just want to argue. I can tell you're you're you know you got the Zen in you today. You got the fight. That's good. I do. I'm I'm ready to. Go. I can tell you vacation ten feet away from me and didn't call me. Um, I had lunch with you. I bought you lunch. After I drove 18 hours to go see you out of you the were already you halfway there. Like, no, I the bought worst, you you're, lunch. You are the worst person. I bought you a $30 I was, pizza. Like, what do you want from me? I know that's the joke. It was like, the cheapest possible. so, um, once channel fireball starts dumping, we hear rumors and we reported on this. So there was a consortium group trying to buy the assets of channel fireball. And I didn't feel comfortable at that time sharing what I was offered uh, by people, but I now do. Okay. Because um, I didn't want to affect the deal, but I can no longer affect the deal. The deal's done. God this bless. is right before or right during Rudy's big F Channel Fireball video and when I ripped up the playmats for those yeah. who watched yeah. videos. Yeah. Everybody, you know, I'm glad everybody watches the podcast. That's like a preview of what happens in the next year for TCGs. That's the yeah. benefit of this podcast. <laughs> it gives you future focusing glasses. Yeah. We tell you exactly what's going to happen. And except, except you get angry emails from game designers. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I just got to read some telling books, the future. Yeah, I just got to read some books. <laughs> yeah, you can read some books. Um, that group was uh, – Rudy made it public that he was one of them, so I can share it was Rudy. And there was two other people, including a former channel Fireball content creator who loves himself and another person <laughs> who loves to sit down. I'll leave it at that. If you know, you know. I don't know. I don't know that one. It's all right. 
Hmm. Don't tell it's me. It's LSV, I guess, but it'll do. I um, I'll text you later. Or call, you don't know this? I don't, Let me text you now. I probably know who it is. I just don't know who doesn't like to sit. I don't know that. Let me text I, you now. I get it. I get it. No, I don't okay, care. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Think I of Mitch. It. Okay. COVID? <laughs> so I got offered a pallet of WTRU. From somebody not in that group, but somebody, but several people candidly adjacent to that group. Right. I, I, me and that, me and one person in that group are, um, so I got, I didn't get offered, but I got the calls from three different LGSs saying, what's going on? Why am I being offered to buy Channel Fireball's stock? Pallets, not yeah. like, not cases, pallets. And like, that's fine. Like, I get pallets. I can take a pallet, but like, listen, like, I can take like, Five pallets. I was not being offered five pallets. I was like, name a number of pallets you're willing to take. Right. And I thought, like, God, like, that's weird. They must have 50 pallets. Like, you know, how many stores can take two pallets? Welcome to right. Most stores can't take 10 10 cases of WTR. No, no. Like, Like, and I I can count. Forget that. I can count seven stores when I did my math of people they have to call. And I know one person took one pallet. Yeah. My competitor. Sure. Who I will not name. Okay. But he's a friend of mine. All right. So they, like, I kind of, everybody kind of thought that that group was going to buy the distressed assets of Channel Fireball, which is mainly just flesh and blood, if we're being honest with each other. But there was, there was also conversation of people trying to buy, like, actual percentage into channel fireball too and so that part group of the- offered to buy either the distressed assets or the company well i i was under the impression that part of that deal was they they needed to buy the distressed assets so but they didn't want to pick up the w the unlimited so right. they they Shock were trying it. to get they were trying to get the other stores who actually run stores right, right. not collector high-end collector stuff to pick up the unlimited so they could buy the, the right. first they wanted us to buy the welcome to wraith unlimited so they could get the welcome to wraith alpha right which really is really like the which is like the perfect way for channel fireball to blow up is here take my bags i'm going after the actual limited product right it's like the perfect way for channel fireball to blow up yeah um they couldn't move these boxes you know how you know like and this could have been obvious to them you know how i know this Channel Fireball couldn't move the boxes to customers at my price, right? At less than I pay, right? How can They're they? Giving, how can? Yeah. How do you want me to sell the boxes when they can't sell the boxes at what I pay? Right. Okay. I'm gonna give you. Here's where we get into Scoopy time. Scoopy scoops. This is an important Scoopy. I know Louis mocked me for telling you guys the full story because he's mean and he's brilliant okay. and he's smart. Yes, but. Incredibly good looking. Thank you. I'm so <laughs> they, the, I have had three people tell me that part of the deal was between 200 and 250,000 boxes of flesh and blood. The vast majority of which is Monarch Unlimited and Welcome to Wraith Unlimited. I don't believe that number. I firmly believe that number. I know. I, I, I texted you one of, I texted you the one source that said I could share their name with you. Your sources are not lying. No, your sources are great. I agree. Me too. I refuse 
I think it's a um uh I think it's like a I don't want to admit that the LSS would print that many boxes. And I refuse to I refuse to admit that they would. Look, I, they're I, offering me pallets. I hundred cases I on want, a pallet. Like, that's two hundred and thirty thousand boxes. There's that's fifteen thousand five hundred to six hundred pallets. There's fifteen thousand players. Well, okay, hold on. That's a different topic. I want to talk about that in a minute. So let's go. I'm, I believe me, I'm talking about. I'm taking my freaking victory lap on you, bozos, about how I said LSS and Channel Fireball were in a murder suicide pact, and how Channel and how LSS was forcing Channel Fireball to take more boxes than anybody could reasonably sell in this environment. And instead of stopping production, they kept shoving boxes down Sasso's throat. I don't feel bad for Sasso one iota. Do not even put that in the comment section. Is LSS that is not like what I super think. smart? No, and I'm gonna go rewind a minute because, like, you think you think these prices are low? Hold on. Uh, I know, but like, like no, they like, they did sell the box. Well, they did. Yes, they cashed out. They but right. like Louis. Like, well, the game. Like, I don't know, but they made okay, a lot. We'll of talk money. about it now for a second. I want to be very clear right? I mean, on I, where. I, I want to talk about like where I agree and disagree with Dr. Rudy Esquire about boxes. I don't mind keep boxes. What's if, that? If boxes, I just guess the number. If boxes were $40 a box that LSS sold them for, that's $9.2 million in inventory. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think uh, you're going you're gonna to edit this. Am I, am I sure to me no, that, that you I'm might not edit. editing anything. No. Okay, Don't I can't say. hear it. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not Rudy and I disagree on the price of a good box should be. Sure. Here's where we firmly agree, in my opinion. Rudy, put in the comment section below if I'm lying. Or, or say if I'm right. Uh, it'll help. Either way, it just brightens Louise's day, I'll be honest with you. That's all I uh, care about. Yeah. Um, I like Rudy. I'm a big fan. Great. I'm a big fan of you and the Magic Historian. And Death Letter Magic, who's coming on next week, and James White the week after. Um, <laughs> the last print run of Welcome to Wraith Unlimited was so astoundingly stupid, I cannot handle it. Yeah. Why make the box out of print and then print 20 trillion boxes? Like, just keep it in print. Just keep yeah. it in print, do a regular print run, then print more when you need it. Why is there this need to make things out of print when it's unlimited? I get why you want to make first edition Printer special, time. but Printer like time. bull, bull, absolute bull. You Listen. can find printer Louie. How long is it going to take those 15,000 players to go through 200,000 boxes? Keep in mind, okay. that's 15,000 players worldwide. Worldwide, we need, we need to we need to talk about the 15,000 number now that we have got there. 15,000 gem accounts that were active for like a 90 day window on release week on release week. So that's where we're getting that number. There's 15,000 active gem IDs on release week for uprising. And let's this say, let's say, let's say those numbers are off by 33%. Let's say there's 20,000 well, whole players. That's 10 the, boxes the, a person the, from this one source. I, I don't want to get into this anymore, but after the, obviously we're talking, not talking about that, but the metric that they're using is saying that they're taking Magic the Gathering as the industry standard, and Magic the Gathering 10x's their uh, their online their organized play number to figure out what their number is for players. 
basically saying kitchen table players don't go and play in the thing. And I think that's probably pretty accurate for Magic the Gathering. I never went into an LGS for three years before when I played Magic the Gathering. It took me three years to go to an LGS. I still play the majority. I own an LGS, and the majority of the Magic the Gathering games I play are played at my house. The right? majority of the Magic the Gathering I play is at Beloit College 25 years ago, yeah. 20 years ago. Um, but for Flesh and Blood, I don't think that's accurate. Like I, no. I think, like, I think the majority not. of the gameplay happens yeah. in a store because it's a new game, and it's competitive. It's not a casual game. So I, I don't think that number works. No. So no. my problem is I think that they took the industry standard 10x and they 10x that number now you have 150,000 players and these numbers they don't like it all. that's crazy talk well like, so like why, why is it monarch why is monarch at map <laughs> like why is monarch is why is monarch right, right, right but it makes sense where they got to those numbers which is what i'm saying if 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 there's 150,000 players in quotations okay that's print 100,000 boxes of wgr unlimited it shook me yesterday I, I know you don't watch ccg content rudy was talking about pokemon print runs he was like what they do did they print 100,000 boxes of of evolving skies i was like oh god if pokemon's printing 100,000 boxes what is flesh and blood doing printing 125,000 like he didn't quote that number as like an actual data point but that's just the number he used i was like oh my gosh like this is too many boxes but um all right back to tcg player channel firewall so like this is absolutely dead inventory i like and i mean this like think about this let's say a third of those boxes which i think i'm hearing it's more than that but let's say a third of those boxes are monarch unlimited so you have 60 to seventy thousand boxes of monarch unlimited let's say hypothetically yeah. What price could you sell 60,000 boxes of Monarch Unlimited at? I don't think you could do it at $19.99. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Comment section. Let us know if you would buy a $20 box of Monarch Unlimited. I'm sure you will. But how like, many? That's great. Like, how yeah. many? Like, 60,000 boxes. Each player who played in an LGS has to buy a case to clear that inventory. Yeah. Of a set that's now been out. For a year and a quarter. With a band hero. With a band hero. Not band, sorry, Living Legend. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Like, oh, yeah. what are they doing? Um, they're getting so, that money, baby. They're hiring, you know, they're growing their staff. They're, growing, they're, 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 they're hiring a U.S. rep. That's the, the, word, the $9 million. In the support. words of Yazi, you got boats. <laughs> let, let me tell you, I now believe that a lot more than I did before this story. Um, yeah, no, okay. So here is what I heard. I heard that a person high up basically killed the deal with the consortium. This is just a rumor of a rumor of a rumor. Do not take my word for this. This is not a scoopy. I don't have the sources I need to consider this a scoopy. But I heard that the three party was basically vetoed by somebody. Gotcha. And that's when TCG player came out and bought the carcass. Gotcha. So here is what I go into your question of why would TCG player do this? I think they get two, maybe three main things out of this. Then I want to talk about like where I think the industry is going from this and how I think LSS should handle this and how I think Medizu should handle this candidly. Okay. Um, what I start off with? Oh yeah. What did they buy? So they are buying, they bought two things in my opinion. They bought the rights to do magic events, which are coming back strong. Wasn't that a three-year contract? I mean, like, but like, every they were to cancel it because everybody hated Channel Fireball. Okay. 
Um, then they were, then they're also more importantly than anything else, they're buying their relationship with uh, Magic the Gathering. Okay. They want to be able to print 25,000 variants of Soul Ring. And who wouldn't really? Okay. Every, every TCG, every Channel Fireball bundle of Magic has 18 different versions of a Soul Ring. Okay. Those things are actually very valuable. In my, you don't think so? Like, I agree. I, I think I agree. I, I, I'm very worried about the events. Oh, so gonna... I agree with you. Like, let me tell you the fear in this deal. Then, because I agree with that part. Let me talk about that for a second. And then I have some takes I want to say. But go ahead. Love it. I also think Everfest Unlimited might have forced the sale. Imagine having 200,000 boxes of fab that you cannot sell. Ever they tried selling it. isn't for sale. They tried selling it near Christmas time at my, less than my cost and couldn't sell it. And now you're Everfest, being told. What are you saying Everfest Unlimited for? Because Everfest Unlimited has been confirmed to come out now by a couple of people. Okay. They're going to have to take the way the, <laughs> the, way the contract. <laughs> I don't care if you cry or not. Get Magic Historian, come back. <laughs> you can still get first edition ever faster for like twelve dollars below map at with no with no with like with no volume. Right. Um the way the struck the way the deals were structured, from my understanding, was that they had to take a certain percentage of the print run. Okay. So if they're if Everfest Unlimited is 200,000 boxes and they have to take 20% of that. They yeah. have to take 40,000 boxes of Everfest Unlimited. Yeah. What, 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 so does that move what, over to TCG player now? That is the question. Yeah. I will. I, uh, you do this. Then I'll take my victory laps, but go ahead. But don't worry, boys and girls, there will be some, I'm not, I don't have to go for my walk today because <laughs> I'm going to be jogging here in a minute. Uh, okay. I, it's weird the way that it's, lined up tcg player says that they acquired channel fireball channel fireball says that they are combining that's yeah that's normal like, when i read that i was like wait what what's happening so here's some things that I, I i'm worried about number one is events tcg player in my mind has no win in hosting events there's no, we know this already. There's no money to be made in hosting events. Unless you have a booth with product and, and whatever, there's not a whole lot of money to be made in hosting the events. That's been proven in my mind uh, by the, just the fact that they came out and said that they're not going to be profitable for three years, that uh, whatever. I just don't see that, that being like a business model that TCG player really wants to get into. I think what TCG player got from this is the content wing of Channel Fireball. But, and this is a huge caveat. This is this is the um this is my take. This is the big the big take. Uh, 5 years ago, Channel Fireball was important because they were the number one seller of used cards. When you wanted used cards, you went to Channel Fireball and they were actually competing with, you know, TCG player. There was far fewer sellers on TCG player. They were competing for you for used cards on Channel Fireball. They were doing buy lists. They were whatever. It was five years ago, a main place to buy used cards. 
Five years ago, Channel Fireball was the number one place for, for Magic the Gathering content, by far. If you wanted to see Magic the Gathering content or read Magic the Gathering content, you went to Channel Fireball. And five years ago, Channel Fireball was, and maybe it wasn't five years ago, but three years ago, Channel Fireball was the place for in-person Magic the Gathering events. And that was firing on all cylinders and was, you know, was a big deal. Flash forward to today, TCG Player is the number one place for cards. Bar none. By a mile. The, the, the Channel Fireball Marketplace was such a disaster. I know this because I sold on the Channel Fireball Marketplace. It was horrible. And everybody agrees with me. It was not, not easy to do. Listing things was a pain in the butt. They added nothing. The only good thing that the Channel Fireball Marketplace had was lower fees, which they then raised rose as soon as you started doing it as soon as you started selling. And then additionally, Card Shop Live was always undercutting you on nearly every product on their own marketplace. So listen, that can like that could be a that could very easily be a preview of what's yeah. coming to TCG. Okay. Player. But going back to this, now TCG player is your place for cards or for yeah. for cards. Now YouTube is your place for Magic the Gathering content. YouTube is by far the largest place that Magic the Gathering content is consumed. And it's or free. Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else you can find Made the Zuby with you. And it's, and it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, Channel Fireball recently, in the last year or two, put most of their content, including the LSV, Magic the Gathering, uh, the, the, the really popular content behind a paywall. Uh, and LSV guy, I gotta look this guy up. Go ahead. LSV. <laughs> uh, and now the majority of Magic the Gathering content is free for the viewer. And in addition, anybody worth their salt in producing content can go and make a YouTube channel and get, you know, create a name for themselves, do Patreon, do whatever, and be able to be, bring in income more than what Channel Fireball would be paying. Uh, so they're no longer, they're not even close to the leader in Magic the Gathering content because of the way that the world has changed. The world is now YouTube is content. Uh, and then now you have no events, really no major Magic the Gathering events. You just have now Flesh and Blood events, which I think they thought were going to be much, much bigger. Of course. And, and ended up being not as big. Um, so in my opinion, uh, Channel Fireball was was dead uh and and they just took the best they took the best deal tcg player your 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 comment about the magic I, we don't know enough about the magic background like the behind the scenes of the magic industry to know what they get from channel for for buying channel fireball that's, that's absolutely fair we don't know that that's, that's that fair. would appear in my mind to be the only win for that yeah the other win potentially would be the content wing of channel fireball as it pertains to the vast like um uh the what's the magic commander command zone really really big things but i don't understand why tcg player wouldn't just go to them and say hey we'll pay you more like yeah um, yeah that's always my we're missing something there there's some hidden fruit here well i mean like listen like here's what we could be missing is like a little bit like i think they get a st an astonishing amount of boxes you're talking fab boxes well that we know uh, i'm talking about magic boxes okay so then what TCG players are going to start selling on their yeah. own marketplace. Oh God. That's, okay. That's my God. So now let's talk about when I start hating TCG player is when TCG players start selling boxes on their own marketplace. They didn't buy this to help Sasso. They did this because it makes sense for them. 
Like, why would they buy this without being able to sell products? What do you think they did this? A bailout to to love the LGS? Like, stop it. No, I never thought. I never thought that. Well, listen. Like, they have they have the fab deal with. um, They have that deal with Flesh and Blood where the money goes to the to the local game stores. Like, I just I if if I were TCG player, and as a user of TCG player. 3,000 sales in the last three months. I wish they would have put money into creating a way to ship products easier without having to go to pirate ship or whatever. Like if they're going to compete, the pirate big, ship. If you want sponsors for this channel for discounts and shipping, <laughs> hit, hit our DMs. We got you, it, baby. If they, their TCG players' biggest competitor was never Channel Fireball. It was always eBay, and it will always be That's eBay. True. That's it true. will always be eBay, and you're not gonna, you're not going to buy eBay. <laughs> eBay is not going to buy TCG Player. Um, what you're going to buy eBay? No, but like you can tell me something where eBay buys TCG Player. So, well, like eBay is doing things like they've got the the fifty cent tracking shipping label that you can print when you sell cards. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Um, it might be like seventy cents. I don't know exactly how much it is. I don't sell cards on on eBay because I sell them on TCG Player. TCG Player is the best way to list singles. eBay sucks to list, but it's way easier to ship. So I wish that TCG Player would have invested in something that would actually go about that. It, it, this was a confusing thing for me, man. Um, I still don't. I guess you're right. Like they're going to sell boxes. You're probably right. They're gonna sell boxes. I, I hate it that you're right. You suck. <laughs> the question is, do they want to sell on TCG Player or keep channel card shop live alive? That's the question. Yeah. And we don't know that. We won't know that. Um, I will warn you that don't listen to anything they say. Like, they're going to lie to you the next couple months. Yeah. Um, this is... Okay, so now that we've talked about what happened, I think this is absolutely devastating for local game shops. I've heard this a lot, and I it's sad. I mean, like... And, like... All right, uh, my victory lap is a part of this, so I will. I will take my victory lap now. You're gonna are take you, a victory you... lap before you tell local game stores that they're dead. Yeah. Okay. A really stunning man in a Hawaiian shirt said to, two things to everybody the entire time for year for more than a year now for years now. I said, "Channel fireballs and murder suicide patch with LSS," which I think has not been proven as one of them is dead. The other thing I said is that LS that. They need to renegotiate this deal with Channel Fireball. And all I heard was Channel Fireball wouldn't let them out of the contract. Why would they possibly do that? Wham, wham, wham. You don't know what you're talking about. Go back to law school, dummy. I do Sasso would have gnawed off his arm to get out of this deal with Channel Fireball, is my best guess. They have hundreds of thousands of boxes they couldn't sell. Yeah. They 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 couldn't have they they have they Sasso would have chopped off several toes to get out of this deal is my best guess because like he can't sell the boxes. LSS forced this deal to remain in place is my hunch. Don't know that for sure. I have no scoopy on that, but I can't see another way that that's possible. Can I say something? Please. I, I think this is really important. We, we are in no way excited about this. I know we're talking about this, like we're excited about it because we love the industry and we love talking about the industry, but this doesn't make us happy. I'm very happy I was right. Continue. You, I know you were happy you were right, but yes. you, you aren't happy about the outcome no, of this. Like, you, the outcome oh, of this is horrible for you and I. This is uh, This will kill okay, your I'll local tell, I'm going to tell part of the story. 
I this news broke. I went to my store yesterday. I said I want you to get ready to sell basically everything I have in Fab. Every yeah. every unlimited box I have in Fab, I couldn't have it anymore. <clears throat> yeah. This like, this is going your store is very heavily focused on flesh and blood. It, and it shouldn't be. That has been my takeaway from this. My that- YouTube channel is very heavily flesh uh, flesh and blood. This is bad for flesh and blood. This was this is, bad yeah. for flesh and blood. And we said it a year ago that this is bad. It needs to be changed. And that's what we're saying. We are not excited about this. We are no, I am devastated about this. I'm not devastated. The- I'm fracking furious. Yeah. I want to make I sure am, that's known. Because it, it, it like, comes across like we're celebrating it. I, I, don't, right. I don't know what to do with, with my life. <laughs> well, you know, you could you know, you should have saved that 30 bucks on pizza then. Um yeah, I so okay. Then the, not yeah. heard the end of it for the rest of my life. <laughs> you were vacationing 10 feet away from me, didn't call me. Trust me, I, I, I know I know people home. who have never bought you lunch. I know the people who have never bought you meals. And that's true. I hear about them. <laughs> if you're gonna invite me for dinner and I'm gonna give you free advice, I think you could buy my meal. <laughs> For the record, I didn't ask you for any advice. You just talked to my wife the entire time. That's because me and your wife are friends, and you were just kind of there as like a fifth wheel. Terrifying. Terrifying. Me and your wife are friends. Yeah, it's terrifying to me. I love it. You're me and your wife are close. Yeah. You both have big mouths. You're both going to like, yeah. Anyway. Continue. That's fair. Um, <laughs> tell me how the couch feels later, will you? So the. Should have watched the podcast. <laughs> I'll send her. I'll sell it to her. We're, we're my friend. She's my friend. Um. Both Channel Fireball and LSS should be totally ashamed of themselves. Hmm. Uh, like, listen, I am not one to agree with Rudy about print run sizes being too big the second the boxes go one penny below MSRP. This is a freaking embarrassment. I, Hundreds I, of thousands of boxes that people could not sell below distributor cost should think, tell you everything you need to know about the honest demand for flesh and blood. It's if hard. you guys want to yell at me again, you have my email. Email me. Tell me you hate me. Tell me I'm a dummy. Tell me I can't this read. Is, you have my email. I is, don't care. This is the only reason this is hard because Spring Tunic is still a $175 card. The Listen, boxes let me, let me are too cheap. Let me, the staples are too expensive. Yeah, we have and this said is, this. And this is why we said when Fab History Packs came out, this is why I said, why are we doing this product? Why isn't it a smaller product that has a crappy version of Legendaries at a much easier pull rate to get the prices of Legendaries down and an easy product for stores to sell? George, how many History Pack Volume 1 have you sold? Oh, I sold a ton. That's not fair. Have you? <laughs> I sold really? a ton. Yeah. Doesn't move at all for me. Nobody wants really? it. Really? Nobody wants it. I also this. I like, can sell I've it done at, very like, well with Fabulous. I can last sell it at like below map. Don't I mean like again, like I can sell oh, it no. below map. I'm at MSRP on it still in store. Yeah, that's crazy. I but like the point is that it hasn't lowered the price of tunic at no, all. Of course and, not. And it didn't solve the problem. Boxes are still cheap. Like for unlimited boxes are still really cheap, no profit for stores, but the the staple cards are still really expensive because the pull rates suck on them. It's too hard to pull. It's too hard to pull a tunic. Um, so like again, that's the anyway. I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what Rudy's saying. I disagree that staple cards should be as expensive as they are. I I agree with you on that. I agree with you entirely. I think that's insane. You can now buy a case of Wraith Unlimited. 
for two hundred and twenty-five thousand. Two hundred twenty-five dollars. Two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, two hundred. I have thousand in the mind. Two hundred twenty-four eighty-eight right. is the price. Going. We're for forty-five case. minutes in. That's my. That's like that's roughly my cost. Yeah, especially after shipping and. Yeah. On, oh yeah, on I'd lose money. Player, they're losing money. I'd lo- Oh, you, you're you're losing twenty percent. Yeah. Okay. Um, where do we need this to go? LSS has to renegotiate this deal with TCG Player now. If not, they owe it to us to just tell us they, that like store shouldn't carry fab. <laughs> no, I, I'm serious. Why like, even have the deal now? Like what? Like the only thing that you're getting out of this for for fab is the events. Yeah, like take that money and get a U.S. representative to manage your events, like yeah. to to organize yeah. the events, hire a team. It to, also like. Is- a U.S. rep would have solved this so fast, and that's what makes me the most angry. Yeah, I, this is this like then like I started to get the emails yesterday about like what this deal was looking like, and I was stunned. I figured they had fifty to eighty thousand boxes, and I thought, geez, that's gonna be a lot of boxes to hit the market all at once. Yeah. Now I'm like, wait, like what, like. Hey, like, how big is the Monarch Unlimited re- print run? I still refuse to believe it. How big is the Welcome to Wraith Unlimited print run? And why do they make it out of print? Why don't they do a smaller, reasonable print size, reprint it as necessary? Yep. I don't know what they're thinking. And I and like, I'm about to say a bad word. Why won't James White speak about this? Yeah. He does these interviews, and his interviews are great. Go back. Louie will spend the time to link the videos where we talked about <laughs> how not. much we loved we loved it when James – all right. Louie will give you a free T-shirt if you spend the time to send, to put up the link about uh, how much we loved it when James White did interviews. Yeah. James White's great at interviews. Why isn't he talking about this mess? Yeah. It revolves around flesh and blood in a big way this and not is hearing the biggest from... deal that flesh and blood has ever gone through but this is a yeah. big shift in in lss history talk about consumer confidence and collector confidence like like yeah don't worry we'll talk about collector confidence coming up next and there will be boxes for sale on fleshandblood.com for the first time in a long time coming up this week there you go uh, Flexblood.com. Right. I agree. Sponsor I, of uh, May the Zoo Be With You. <laughs> I agree. I think that there's like, there's so much to unravel here. Uh, and I think we're going to see more over the next couple of weeks. And I think this is stunning, Louis. If this if, is totally stunning. If TCG player really got boxes and are going to do something with the boxes, that is very scary. Um, what do you think they're gonna do? Gonna, gonna make a little, make a little eighty pallet bed? Like, what know, do you think they're gonna do? You know, they should do. They should make a little custom box for it, and put like the TCG player logo and the Flesh and Blood logo on like a box, and then put the boxes in there with a bunch of like cardboard little things, and put uh, a little checklist in there, and then charge more money for the checklist, and then they can. You, you got know, me. I'm in. Then they got something, and they could do some sleeves. I mean, we all know Dragon Shield sleeves are amazing. We've done so Proud much. Sponsor of a team in Flesh and Blood that did not win. We we have done so much, you know, content on these sleeves to make sure everybody knows that they're so good. Um, all these channel fireball content creators, they deserve nothing but shame. No, stop it. Okay. Listen, stop it. They, I hate that. I hate that okay. take. That's a terrible take. 
Why? You should be ashamed of yourself for the take because they don't have the luxury of you to not have to make money on their content. You should be ashamed of yourself for that take. If you're that, not that, making honest content, you're just an, you're just an advertisement. That's a one percenter take. That's so, a, that if you, you're not making that if you if you if you can't make honest content, don't make content. Go find a job. I, listen, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, I, I thought the same thing when people were quiet about the thousand dollar retailer kit I, on Metazoo. If you're not going to make honest content, if you're going to keep your mouth shut when you disagree about something, don't make content. Go work at Chick Fil A. That's great. <laughs> Uh, I wish that those content creators would have come out and said something about Channel Firewall, but I yeah. also respect the idea that they are in a different financial situation and that their content still matters and that they deserve it doesn't. to be paid for If you're going to content. make nothing but advertisement, your content doesn't matter. Okay, we can disagree. With, we can agree to disagree, but I think that's a, I think that's a rough take, and I respect those content creators still. So. I'm proud okay. of you. Okay. I don't like that. Move on. Uh, speaking of things, uh, Fab shreds $1 million for worlds. <laughs> so this, Fab shredded. Listen, I want to talk about this. Don't take this as a positive take because we're about to be negative. Uh, this has been the biggest news in flesh and blood this week, and I don't understand it. Like people, it blew up in the Magic the Gathering world too. And like, it's so freaking stupid. I don't understand why it's so big of a deal. Like, did we really think LSS was going to lie to us and print more gold foils? Somebody was like, Louis, this was shout out, shout out to Ken. <laughs> Ken was like, No, it was mean to me. It was mean to me in your Discord this morning. No, Ken, I take away that shout out. Sorry, Ken. Go Ken, play some Blitz. Ken was like, Louie, why haven't you done a video on Fab shredding the gold foil tunics? So if you didn't see, they shredded like 39 gold foil tunics or something that they announced that the 50 in circulation are the only ones that are going to ever be in circulation. And I was like, Because it affects like eight rich guys. It yeah. doesn't affect anybody. Somebody no. was complaining. Some my favorite tweet was somebody complaining. Uh, they were like, "It was a magic player. Why would Flesh and Blood do this when the tunic is still one hundred and seventy dollars and it's too expensive?" I was like, "You really think the thirty nine gold tunics are going to lower the price of the spring tunic? What? What are you smoking? Like this has." Wait, only... well, that might make sense coming from Ken. Actually, now that we think about it, what are you smoking? <laughs> it wasn't Ken that tweeted that. Um, the only people that this affects, the only people, there's two groups of people that this affects, are the people who own gold foil tunics and multiple of them and care about the investment part of it, which are like two or three very rich people who my content shouldn't matter to them. Uh, and if my content matters but, to but them, it does. <laughs> if, my con if my content matters to them, they need to like really, really, you know. Louis, can on. you please be nice to them? Thank you. That's a, that's no, a, that's like, a bad I love take, Louis. Please, them. like Louis, yeah, I saw where you were going content, with this. Listen, my content Louis, shouldn't Louis, matter to you don't somebody know their financial who's a multi-millionaire. You don't know their financial situation. Louis. I do please know nice their financial them. situation. Please be nice. They to them, Louis. they have a lot bigger deals in their life than my content to to anyway. Weirdly, that's um, not true. <laughs> the second group of people that this matters to is people who wanted to win a gold foil tunic as a prize. And to those people, they, I'm sure, are just like, oh, well, I didn't have what it takes six months ago to win. Too bad. Now there's another prize. It's not like there's not another prize for them to win. Like, they have to respect the, the prize being limited. Wait. 
Oh, but, but we, you're saying that, that it's fine to shred it, right? Yeah. No, okay, yeah, I'm with you. I I'm just with you. don't Good. understand I'm, why it's such a okay. big deal. I don't yeah, understand why it's a yeah. big deal it's and not. why – and it's it's – it's so telling to me where flesh and blood is when the biggest deal in the community is that they shredded 39 cards. Like that is the point of like, that is the conversation. We just had a major set release. And the only thing people are talking about is that they shredded 39 cards. It just, it baffles me. I don't, it means like, it's such a minute little thing. It's cool. I love that like, they shredded them. I think they, it was cool that they put the video out. Like, I think I, that's I really great. Yeah, that's fine. I, I think it's great that they limited it to 50. I think that's really cool. I don't think that, like, it's a great look when this is, they announce worlds and the main point of t topic is this, you know, what the, the card shredded. Anyway, let's talk about worlds. Um, Charlotte for the nationals. Only world, that's yeah, national. That's all I care about. <laughs> James White, I know you're listening at this point because you love me and you're coming on in two weeks. Why Charlotte? Did you mean? Did you misspell Charleston? <laughs> Charlotte's like, a great look. I want to. I want to talk about this because I'm going to talk about how bad of a location Worlds is. Um, Charlotte is a great location. It's great. It's for. For nationals, it's a cultureless void in America's second worst state. <laughs> okay, for those of you who are not in the United States of America, George has some weird vendetta against North Carolina because he's from South Carolina. But like, you know where I'm from now. That's nice. That's an, and that's it's an not really place. that big of a deal. And he's the only one Excuse who thinks me? it's a big deal. And Charlotte is a great location. Let me tell you why. Because nearly all the flights in America on the East Coast go through Charlotte. Uh, you, yeah, Charlotte's a major, major air airport. Why are you looking at me like that's not accurate? Because it's not. But continue. It's, did it's you miss, accurate. Did, did you mean Orlando? Do you mean Orlando? No, Charlotte's a major airport. It is a major airport. It's a great location. It's cheap. It's a great location. It is it's cheap. A, that a, is it, true. It is I such a, why it's cheap. I wonder why there's no demand for that <laughs> Charlotte area. It is such so a cheap. better. It is such a better location than Las Vegas in the middle of the world pro tour. I can't even fathom it. Like it is such a great location. Secondly, there's not even a Bucky's near there. There's not even a Bucky's near there. Stop it. It's a great location. The Bucky's um, in Best Carolina. Secondly, coming out with the dates, really great, really really good. They solved that issue. North Carolina uses vinegar for barbecue sauce. That's all I got to say. That's all, right, all I got to say. Move on. All right. I want to talk about worlds, though, because San Jose. What? San Jose is a great city. It's a major airport. No, it's not. <sighs> Everybody in the world <laughs> is going to fly through LAX <laughs> to get there. Why not just have it in LA? <laughs> LA is expensive. To, I agree. I agree. Why not have it thirty LA is like outside really of LA? Expensive. I agree. Oh my uh, god! What? Your airport's tiny in San Jose. Is that the right airport? San Jose's a tiny, like not. I was going to make fun of you, but now I, I don't think I'm going to get my wish. <laughs> Let me be honest with you. <laughs> is that the Man, right airport? I don't. I don't know. Uh, but my point is, like, you're going to fly through LAX to get there, which is a complete and utter, like, disaster. LAX is the worst airport in the in the galaxy. 
Um, okay. Can you put your fingers away so we can have a conversation? You can keep going, baby. I got one more thing to Google. Uh, I love the dates. I think the dates are really good. Early in November is a really good time. It's before all the holidays. Uh, I will be there. I've talked to my wife. Uh, Team Kitchen Fable. Do not book it thinking he will be there. I will not be at Nationals. It's my my second daughter's first birthday, so I, I can't mm-hmm. miss that. One year anniversary of an anniversary. <laughs> uh, but I will be at Worlds. I'm super excited um, to hang out with everybody. Super interesting. But San Jose, not I like. I think I don't know. It's just gonna be really weird. I'm wondering if here. he actually meant San Diego and they got bamboozled. No, stop it. So they didn't. I talked to them yesterday. I was trying to figure out where Who'd you talk to. I talked to Alan. Go, Alan's the goat. I love Alan. Um, I want to have Alan on the channel. I've invited him. <laughs> anyway. I invited James White, yeah, every week on this podcast. I, I invited James White a lot before, before that stuff happened. And Never mind. He doesn't, you know, he, he might respond he, to me, just not you. And I don't blame him. I, would, I don't I, I don't like responding to you. I don't know why he would. I, I, I was told not to communicate anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that tells you. Is that all it takes? Hold on. I'm sending you a text right now. <laughs> Please don't message me. I will not respond to any further communication. Um, so, yeah, San Jose, though. Eh, I'm excited to go to California. I like California. I just don't want to fly through LAX. I did a stint at Pepperdine. I liked that a lot. But I think the date's really good. I think the yeah, time that they gave us to prepare is really good. All right. So that's all I'm That's great. I have, I have a different topic now. Okay. I want, I want you to agree with me. And this is like something I judge people about. I'm on the East Coast. You're on the East yes. Coast. But can we both agree that Tupac is a better rapper than Biggie? Yes. Yeah, obviously. Like, like that, there, there could be no dispute or debate about this. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah, uh, I, that was bad content because we agreed on it. I do think Charlotte. <laughs> I do think Charlotte's great. I do feel for those on the West Coast. I do think that Central and like, I don't know, like, uh, what's that Central big city? Chicago. Not Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, Dallas, Austin would have been great. Uh, Oh, what's what's one where Gen Con's at? Indiana, Indianapolis. That would have been a great location. That would have been the absolute worst location, other than Charlotte. Like, who wants to go to Indianapolis for a vacation? (laughs) It's not a vacation. Your definition of vacation is so banana pants to me. You, you, (laughs) this is what happens on, on Fab nationals trips everyone goes they go out to eat they sit in their hotel and they play test and they play test doesn't matter where it is that was not my experience at nationals i went out everybody else got drunk i stayed sober because i don't really drink that much had a great time hung out with dung hung out with phil hung out with everyone hang out hung out with a lot of my friends okay anyway i do i didn't play test at all i do i I almost won i I almost won I want to just say I feel for those on the West Coast. Why? They have they have one in San Jose. That's fair. They they also have to go through LAX to get to San. <laughs> They'll drive. They're on the West Coast. <laughs> All right. They got Teslas. You know. Uh, but cool. I just wish that this was the point of conversation 
for fab this week rather than the shredding of i also wish there had been a bigger movement to move it from charlotte to charleston so that we can actually have a good time <laughs> okay all right let's move on you know what we so, could have done you could have had it in florence south carolina there's nothing in florence but a bucky's and i think right. they could have actually rented out part of the bucky's and had it there let's talk about magic the gathering double masters all right second double wave tennis. i got my numbers i already had some shit from the second wave so Did all you of really? you yes of course i haven't my rep won't call me back they won't call you back. James White won't call you back. I won't call you back. At what point do you realize there's a common link? Just asking for I guess a friend. It's me. I guess it's me. Yeah. Uh, I got to talk to my rep. So did you get more boxes or less boxes on Wave 2? More. Wow. Surprised you're going to tank? I mean, like, I I am not guessing prices on Double Here's my only guess on Double Masters prices. You, All you bozos who are buying up every box of Double Masters you can find are sleeping on another set that's affordable right now. Modern Horizons 2. <laughs> that's what you should be buying. Yeah. But they just I, did a re- restock of Modern Horizons 2. And I and I and I like my my somebody at my somebody who works at my store was basically like I have nowhere else to store Modern Horizons 2. You have bought because I, I buy the Max from all my distributors every week. Yeah. I get a pallet a week basically of Modern Horizons 2. Uh, I'm like I'm like what Channel Fireball was to fab. I am to that of Modern Horizons too. So Modern Horizons is crazy too. It's crazy because the EV just never goes down. The singles prices, like they go. I would much rather own a box of Modern Horizons two set than Double Masters draft in five years. That yes, five years accurate. Three years not accurate. Mm, three years no. it'll be accurate. I think in two years I could be rough. No. Mm-mm. So the key here is to look at Ultimate Masters. You never paid me for my boxes, by the way. Wait a minute. I got this. Is uh... I haven't even taken them out of my car yet. Get over your. All time. right. Okay. Um, the key here is is Ultimate Masters and seeing that price like really plateau. Meanwhile, like Modern Horizons One is still going like this, and uh, the so, reprint equity in those is also different because you're going. That was one of my first big deals was buying out Modern Horizons One from one of the distros. That was one of my love, first big deals. Modern Horizons One. Like, love. It. Like I was like, I'll take the palette. They're like, all of it. I'm like, did I stutter? I'm like a wire. <laughs> like, what do you like? What do you guys want from me? Yeah. I'm like I got it. And like it was right. Like they, you know, back then nobody was doing this. <laughs> so like they guess they couldn't sell it. Papa George came around. I bought more Modern Horizons from Rudy than any other product. I didn't know you, and your deals also suck. And Rudy's deals were really good. Send me back my boxes. Well, now your deals are great because we're friends, but like I didn't know you and I didn't have a YouTube channel for you to exploit to mm, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I've exploited it very well. I I will be putting boxes on fleshandblood.com this week though. <laughs> um, all right. Uh no, but I think double masters, the prices are stabilizing and going back up for singles. If your wave thing is accurate, then they may go back down. Uh, but I've been very impressed with the volume of sales, like I said, on TCG Player. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> nothing. Like, I took, like, a year-long hiatus from selling Magic and Pokemon. I never sold Pokemon. But I sold only Flesh and Blood. And then I started selling Magic again. I got I, a new employee who comes from Flesh and Blood. And he's like, the volume on this stuff is crazy. I'm like, God, this is a slow set for Magic, man. Yeah, seeing the volume of sales, and I don't sell boxes on TCG Player. I only sell boxes on my website. Oh but, man! 
even my website, like people, and this in Pokemon Go too. I'm sold out of Double Masters and Pokemon Go. Can't can't possibly I got so much up. Pokemon Go, it's unbelievable. Uh, I want every Ditto card. I think it's so good. I think it's amazing. Have we talked? Oh, about the, I know. I gave you nine boxes. My, well, no, you sent me the you sent me the super rare, right? Yeah, Ava okay, pulled. And my daughter pulled the Mewtwo super rare on one pack. She still hasn't opened the other nine packs. <laughs> that was pack one, box one. <laughs> pack one, box one. Nice. Yeah, that's the way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's great. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, double masters, absolutely free tendies. I know a couple people who are like buying boxes just to flip singles still, and like even post release, it's still working out. That could you, you could convince me of that. You know what? They're like I. You know. Those collector boxes are nice. Collector boxes are going to be... I said this. This was my take. I said collector boxes were, were way too cheap. They're still way too cheap. Those are $400 boxes. And I know Rudy just said that. I said it before him. So take that, Dr. Rudy. I, I'm sure he said it before me, but I didn't hear him say it. I, I, I quoted it based on Double Masters VIPs, which... I bought at like $90 and felt like they were a fantastic deal back then. And so like $100 a pack for essentially the same thing in the Double Masters 2022, I think I think that's a good deal. So we'll see how much this wave two affects it. But long term. I don't like do not worry. <laughs> like I my only fear was don't FOMO into boxes. I still don't think you need to FOMO into boxes. Like boxes are now, I think they're they're not unfairly priced in my opinion. My big fear is what happens with Dominaria as a result of this set being so hot. Nobody said that Dominaria would be the bust. I don't remember who that was. Again. I think I think this set is going to wreck Commander Legends and wreck Dominaria. The the sandwich pieces to this bread. No, the bread pieces to the meat of Double Masters, which means I'm going to be right about Brothers War. And that set's going to be so good. I'm going all in on Double on. Um, Let me know how many you want. I'll order some for you. Well, all of them. All of them. Baby, as long as you're willing to take them, that's fine with me. I don't care. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. Moving on. You want to do our cryptic spoiler? So if those of you who didn't know. No. 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 <laughs> We're not doing this wave one and two thing again. <laughs> wave two of cryptic, which will be available at distribution into stores. Wave one was Kickstarter. Wave two will have a special uh, alternative art chases uh that are different than wave one so it gives you uh you know the other cards are all the same but this will be different all four overlords are getting alt art for wave two uh we get to spoil dukraka the best one he said Tanner uh, said this was the best card in the entire box and we got to spoil it because we're the best podcast that's (laughs) roughly what he said yeah, so this is the original version of Duke, Rock, Duke Rocka. It's the there one that's like Genesis package. It says Duke Rocka. I did not. Uh, that's the artwork, and you know the. the you no, know, I can't work. see it, right? I know you can't, but I also send it to you on Discord if you're smart. Uh, but here is your spoiler of the the Wave it. Two Alt Art. That looks good. Super cool. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Artwork in this game is fantastic, dude. Yeah. Hold on, you guys got to get see George's, you know, reactions. That looks really this, good. Yeah. Wow, the background of that card looks amazing. All the artworks. Who did this one? Shred They've got like, uh, did you know um, Christopher That's Rush has a piece of artwork in this game? Who does? Christopher Rush. You don't know really? who that is. Who's Christopher Rush? No idea. <laughs> I hate you so much. 
because he did the 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 Black Lotus. Um, is that a card in Pokemon? You're a jerk. You know what the Black Lotus is. Um, but they bought a the piece from his estate, and it's in this game. Oh, he's dead. Yes, yes. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, so super cool. This will be one of the chase cards. You have uh, four of them. I think we're gonna That's have a good looking card. Yeah, super good. I've seen the other one too. The Wolfric looks really cool. That's like a really um, good looking card. Uh, so yeah, awesome. And it's I'm trying to make sure I don't forget anything. Uh, all four of the Overlords are getting alt art for Wave Two. I, and I will say, like my distro seemed to indicate that they're going to be oversold on Cryptic. Yes. Yeah. Um, like these boxes could these boxes could sell out rather quickly. Very important. They are doing exactly what we said Flesh and Blood should do. They are doing small waves, and they will do as many waves as the market demands. Uh, he's well, already. And, and, I want to defend Fab here. They're going to do that in a year after this in this podcast. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so that's what they're doing. And they've already scheduled the print time. And if they don't need the print time for, you know, six months down the road or a year down the road or whatever, they will just use that print time. They've already uh, scheduled it with their printer that they can switch what product they are printing so they can use that print time that they've already secured and the paper that they've already secured to print for their next set or whatever they need. Tanner gets it, man. He does. Like yeah. he, he dresses really well too. Love it. I'll, he just doesn't care, man. He's he, he gets it. He, he is who he is. I love it. Um, Tanner gets it. Tanner's Tanner is uh, Tanner is dangerous. Yeah, and the crypto community is also super super chill. It's like Cryptic army. It it is. Uh, it reminds me of like twenty twenty one fab community like everyone is together everybody just excited to you know about everything it, the difference is there's no conversation of like this is going to kill other card games it's just like excited to and that, i was guilty of that on this hold podcast. on i want start this i want to say like i was guilty of that in fab i said this is going to kill magic the gathering blah, blah blah i was so guilty of that that was wrong of me i want to say this cryptic will kill magic the gathering and pokemon within six months you heard it here first it will not <laughs> It will not, and that's okay. It can just be a successful card game without that. So, um, yeah, super cool, super excited. We are going to have a special. I think we're gonna have a promo. Um, I'm learning this I now. Huh? I'm learning this now. Go ahead. I think we're gonna have a promo for May the Zuby with you. We're figuring out exactly what it is, but uh, we'll have some stuff offered uh, as a podcast um, together. So it'll be a lot of fun but with our maybe with our Kickstarter stuff. Uh, so, anyway, uh, that is Cryptic Wave 2. All right. Here we go. Metazoo. Genesis. Oh, what do we have for Genesis? We never talked gotta about get, You got to pump my event. When's your event? September. Great. Do you know the day yet? 10th? 12th, okay. Well, when 15th. you know what day it is. It's it's on the Legion's website. Uh, Legion. It's on the, oh it's on the Genesis website. <laughs> Could you ruin this anymore? Yeah. You got to edit that out. That's great. No, I'm not editing a dick <laughs> No, it's no. on the Genesis website. Go look it up. I told you I wasn't editing. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Some of this anyway, so it's fine. Um, huh? Nothing. I'm not editing. <laughs> you don't have to edit that. It's too that's funny. Fine. It's an honest mistake. It was funny. I'm not worried about it. You guys can uh, only be so, so mean to me. Sometime in September, you'll link it in the comment section. You can find out about it at flushandblood.com. 
No, no, you I don't want to. You, that, you, know you know what you need? You need a yeah. website, competesport.com. You need to stop investing. I own it. You need to stop investing in websites to to uh, make game companies buy them from you and start. Let me be very clear. That was not the point of that. <laughs> Maybe start. I offered with, it for free for direct access to distribution. I remember that. Hmm. What'd they say? No reply. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. MetaZoo WME Victory Lap. All right. Question mark? No, no, no. Bull. This is a victory lap. Like, I'm going to go why I'm frustrated with this in a minute, but like, they closed a monster deal. Yeah. This is huge. G- yes. Getting WME, which is Warner Media Entertainment. It's, it's like LSV. Who knows? Um, so the. That is a major, major, major company that deals with A-list celebrities and A-list games, A-list titles, A-list IP, and they have agreed to help MetaZoo in the show, book, and I believe game. And like, listen, that's very impressive for a game that's about, you know, 14 months old. Um, like that is a huge, huge, huge win for Mike and MetaZoo, and they deserve nothing but praise for closing that deal. There's a lot of WMEs. I can't really figure out exactly what it stands Mr. for. WME agency, boo boo. I well, I did. Agency. This is great content. Global leader and uh, we're not editing. Global. It just says WME. It does not William Morris Endeavor Entertainment. Yeah, that's what I, that's basically what I said. Um, so Warner Media. So like the <laughs> I was like, oh man, Batman, let's go. I didn't think it was Warner. I was like, God, I don't think so. Um, I think it's also <laughs> Warner Brothers. Um, WB. Uh, but that's okay. Um, and I also don't think they own Batman. So yeah, uh, this is they a major... own Batman. Warner Brothers oh. owns Batman. One 100- is that true? I thought DC owned Batman. I think Warner Brothers owns DC. All I, I know is right. when Batman comes up, the Warner Brothers logo pops up. That's all I know. I assume that means they own them. Go ahead and Google that. I don't think it's right. I'm not Googling it. The podcast will tell us in the comment section. We'll find out Friday. We'll yeah. find out Friday. <laughs> um, this is a huge get for Mike, huge get for Mr. Kitty, huge get for Steve Aoki, huge get for all these people. They did a great job closing the deal. I do think it means we're not going to see this stuff reduced for a little while. You'll get the book pretty soon is my guess. But my guess is the the movie, the TV show, the video game, you're talking a year or two out, which is fine. Because listen, do it right. Don't do it fast. Yep. Like you own the bet. You, you, you own really good IP. Yep. Do it right. It's This is the first step in finalizing the IP branding of MetaZoo. Like this is a very, very important big first step in making this all happen. A lot of the things that we've talked about. Correct? Yes, absolutely. Well yeah, Warner Brothers owns DC Comics and Batman. The I told you just to wait for the comment section. I can't wait that long. Oh I don't also don't read the comment section. I'll I know. never know. Well like this is a podcast. We're supposed to be talking not no, texting. You were, you were talking. I'm also I wasn't texting. I was Googling. It's different. Um, okay. So now let me get into the part that uh, I, I like less. 
Listen, I agree with this. They've got to relax on the bannings. <laughs> it's not the bannings I care about. They banned Purple Elf Productions, a MetaZoo content creator. A great guy. Yeah. A great guy. I'm going to be on his channel next week. Is that your first? Is that going to get you banned? (laughs) Uh, No. Um, The rumor is they banned everybody who liked this group called the Black Border Society's post. And I'll admit, like, I'm in their Discord. I don't use Discord anymore. I got, I have, I, I have. I have uh, nine thousand eight hundred and sixty-seven different p- different pings that I don't see anymore. That like, explains Discord is dead. That now. explains Tanner's uh, copying and pasting what he sent to you to me, and then saying I pasted it since he didn't reply. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um. Like, gosh. I got, I was at Duke all week. I'm trying to cure ALS. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm not good enough for you. Um. But the, your point is, and I agree with this, that they just announced this giant thing, WME, and all the content around MetaZoo right now is talking about the bannings and... Like, now the, they like they, they kick Black Border Society from Collecticon. Like, I don't... And I'll be perfectly blunt. I don't really understand the beef between the two. Like, sure. like I've heard bits and pieces from everybody about it. Like, I don't really get it. But, like, man, like, Purple Elf seems like a really good guy to me. Right. He seems like authentic. He seems like a great, genuine person. I think this is going into the realm of like the people who love the game most. Purple Elf is yeah. probably on that list. Like, like he, you're on that list. Like he, like yeah, people, people who really, really love the game. And I guess like and I don't should get be it. making content about this WME. Like this is a yeah. big, big deal, and Purple Elf should be able to focus on that and not like oh i just got banned from the discord server and uh, like why are you banning purple elf like what did he do yeah i guess like i man like that's like so frustrating to me because i'm like it's one step forward to st- and then it's like, like let's not celebrate it let's this just is take- so unnecessary yeah like this should be a absolutely banana pants week like remember mike pulled out a channel fireball yeah they should be celebrating that yeah Yeah. like they they know like channel like he got out while fab and still fab has to figure this mess out now mike doesn't yeah mike closed the deal with wme those are two huge victories right but like all we're like but like i'm on the phone i was driving home um uh from dirty myrtle and everybody was just like, oh, did you hear what happened here? Did you hear what happened here? And nobody's talking about the stuff that matters. Right. Like the but, noise is polluting MetaZoo. Yeah. And, it, and they this lean is into all it. avoidable. And they, and they lean into it because MetaZoo leans into it. Yeah. Like, like it's a leave game. Purple Elf alone. It's like, like a game. Like, it's like a game. Like, no, yeah. Not a, not a business. Like, leave Purple Elf alone. Ignore Black Border Society. Assuming you can. I don't know the story. Tell me the story. Ignore them. Focus on, like, WME. Focus on how you were correct about Channel Fireball. Let us focus on the stuff that actually matters for the growth of the game long term. Focus on the positives, not the... Yeah! Like, don't I, worry, I, like, like if, you, if you don't like what Black Border Society is doing, then stop giving them a platform. <laughs> like, yeah. More, more people know about Black Border Society as a result of the conversation in the official MetaZoo Discord about it than 
did before oh, that i have not a part of the I, i've like i've not been on i like i i look for your messages I well there's like, like there's like he uh, you know the there's in comments about it, it from mike in the official okay. discord I didn't know that. whenever mike says anything he gets screenshotted and shared around everywhere of course you know so why give it a if you don't like it why give it a name like why why talk about yeah, it? yeah i just like uh, man like it's a great week for metazoo i just wish I wish the noise was quieter. Uh, so WME, lots and lots of, I'm on their website right now. Lots and uh, lots I of different podcasts. We shouldn't be texting. I so, well, here's what I want to talk about. Lots of different like elements. They have TV, they have brands, they have, yeah, they're huge, even virtual reality. They have uh, like voiceover sports endorsements, like lots of different verticals. This is a very mic thing. Lots of different verticals for WME that Mike can lean into with his different verticals. So um, that's really cool. Theater, you have a, a MetaZoo Broadway show. Although the website's not great. Whenever you click on it, it just keeps going to books. But um, yeah. Call I, Mitch. He'll fix it. Yeah. Mitch, fix their website. Gosh, I miss Mitch. We miss you, buddy. You think Mitch watches? Mitch, are no. you here? No, we gave. We told him to reply. We told him to reply a few weeks ago if he watched. He never mentioned it. He definitely does not watch. I don't blame him. I wouldn't uh, watch us either. You probably never respond to Mitch's text though, because I texted with him yesterday. Thank you very much. Four billion texts. I texted uh, with him yesterday. Thank you. Anyway, the point is that this should be a victory lap week for Metazoo, and so they're they're focused on the wrong stuff. Um, I agree with you. Um, but like it's just like it's unnecessary. Loudest voice in the room is always negative, man. It's easy to get caught up in that. It's it's really really easy to get caught up in that. Um, so UFO, UFO comes out soon. UFO like today is pre-orders are open. Is that true? For yeah, for us. But people are watching this on Friday. So crazy. All right, that's it. Hour and twenty minutes. Anything else you gotta say? Cool. I'll miss you. May the zoo be with you. And also with you, beautiful. Hey, everyone. You can uh, like this video. You can subscribe. You can oh join along. Uh, you can follow us on oh my God. all the social media. All right, oh bye, God. everybody. May the zoo be with you. Hope you yourself a fantastic day. Remember, be kind to the people around you. And we'll see you again next week. And also with you. You nailed the ending again. We already did that. Well, it's supposed to be the ending. We already did it. It's, it's done. You, you screwed can't go up. Back. You can't may the zoo be with you twice. Then it's not. May the zoo be with you. May the zoo be with you. Bye.